No one wants an extra mug. Let's please stop <laughs> giving each other mugs. Like mm-hmm. I only appreciate mug mugs if they're funny and they're specific to me. Entrepreneurs love talking about business. However, it's no secret there's also so many other things they love talking about which are not about business. In the Sea of Business podcasts, none of your business is a refreshing break. A surprise kiss. An afternoon fizz. Through Carla's cheeky and radical takes on mundane and heavy topics, you'll gain fresh insights that guarantee you something to talk about on your first Tinder date, while visiting grandma, or if you want to impress your new boss. This fun and quirky podcast is sponsored by Scalewind, outsourcing made smarter. Tired of business podcasts? Tune in to None of Your Business. New episodes weekly. All right, good morning and welcome to None of Your Business. It is currently the last day of November. It's November 30 over here in Playa del Carmen, Mexico. And I have a very special episode today. So since December is right around the corner, you're already hearing Britney Spears and Mariah Carey 25 times a day. Your neighbors already putting up the your Christmas trees and your nieces and nephews are already asking about their gifts. So I think it's fitting that we discuss something about Christmas today, but we won't, we'll try not to bore you. So in this episode, I have actually one of my best friends, Jesse. He is over in the Philippines right now, and we are going to discuss Christmas parties. So if you're a business owner, and if you have a team, I know you want to throw a really awesome Christmas party, whether it's on Zoom uh, or it's in person. We have Jesse to brainstorm this with you. I think he he is an expert on Christmas parties. He recently got his PhD in wherever Santa Claus lives. <laughs> Jesse, welcome to None of Your Business. <laughs> Hello, Carla. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm happy to be here. And yes, you're right about my um, doctorate degree in Christmas parties. I enrolled in Santa Claus University and I'm ready to share my expertise (laughs) to um, bring capacity development efforts to your (laughs) listeners. Yeah. So for those who don't know, I I know a lot of my listeners know me for my outsourcing business, but I actually own an event planning company in the Philippines and we did over a hundred Christmas parties. So um, yeah, Jesse, what do you have for me? Well, I'm very excited to um, have this uh, conversation with you, Carla, because um, I'm actually quite um, excited that the holidays are here but at the same time I'm daunted because the holiday rush is upon us and it's not um, these and the, and the holiday rush doesn't always um, doesn't always bring us really perfect days because it's sometimes a little too unbearable because of the traffic and um, some parties there are a lot that won't seem as fun anymore to so many people you know mm-hmm. so so um, I I guess I, we are what we're doing exactly is we're exploring the idea about um, how we can pull off a Christmas party that is painless for the person organizing it and for the people attending it. What do you think? Right. So in most companies, it is the HR team 
that handles Christmas parties. And there is a concern with HR of the budget. And if the clients are sorry, if the employees are going to be happy or where they like it. But unfortunately, in my experience as a business planner, as an event planner, the budget takes um, precedence or the budget is, is the focus and you can't blame them. They're, they're doing their job. So I would say if your budget can afford it, I would say hire an event planner for sure. Because your event planners are not just tasked to put an event together. They also have tons of ideas because they work with different companies. And even if they don't have the ideas at hand, they are expected to do research. They're expected to pitch ideas to you. So if you can afford it, definitely hire an event planner. Also, you want your HR team to enjoy your Christmas party. They don't want to be working the party. Otherwise, it's not a party. It's just another work day for them. And the principle of a Christmas party is to celebrate. It's that one day where, you know, the boss drinks beer with the receptionist. It's mm-hmm. where we can meet uh, people's spouses. You know, sometimes a lot of Christmas right. parties uh, welcome significant others. So if you don't have the budget to hire an event planner, I would say the main principle that you should go with is think about the attendees. What would they like? What would they enjoy? And uh, and maybe you can ask around. So striking that balance among like the budget, the event planner, what the boss wants, the weather, you know, in some places where there's snow, you know, the, the mm-hmm. activities are limited. But if there's no snow, maybe you can do something outdoors. Mm-hmm. So there's uh, there's also that. So all those considerations, I would say to keep it simple, try to hire an event planner, number one. Number two is if you can't afford that, try to... Uh, achieve what people want to do and what you can fit in the budget based on that. And number three would be ask. Don't, don't be afraid to ask. Don't be the HR person who thinks that, who, who puts too much pressure on yourself on themselves and think that you have to come up with all the ideas. I love that. Yeah. I really like the idea that um, you're very methodical about um, this whole uh <laughs> Yeah, this whole event planning thing. Because yes, we really do, we we really should take this um activities like this very seriously, and at the same time consider um the resources that we have. And you're right in saying that we want to achieve what people want to do. Yeah. So so um so um and then I think it's also really important to get a feel of um the general consensus apart from the weather, um the physical weather like you you mentioned that uh, we need to consider whether it's sunny or there's snow. I I like the idea of also getting a pulse of the social weather because um mm. for some people I'm I'm getting the idea that um parties don't seem fun anymore. They feel, especially for like people who work in marketing and and. And in um, very social industries, PR. Mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> because um, they are they get a lot of invitations to attend this and that Christmas parties, and at some point in their um year in their calendar, they are going to feel that a Christmas party or social circle number one, social circle number two is gonna be they're gonna feel that it's a chore, and that's gonna take on their that's going to take a toll on their social battery. So um, if there's anything I learned in the past few years about um, working in PR and events management is 
we need to be very um, innovative in terms of creating these experiences for people in a way that it doesn't make the party or the activity a chore. And what right. I'm thinking is like um, two things. Come up or co- come up with the innovative interactions or mm-hmm. like um, create a, an operating space that puts value on people's time. Exactly. Because not a lot of people are going to be having fun um, spending time maybe four to six hours on a party or in a social event. Mm-hmm. Like, um, at, uh, I know that at this point of the year, at this time of the year, so many offices are probably planning their Christmas um outings or christmas um day together it's not even like a dinner it's not even like an event it's like a full day for um employees to do this um christmas event and that can be very exhausting for some people who are just not into spending so much time with coworkers for a yeah. christmas endeavor right yeah. yeah no i agree with you i think also in in the nuance that you said that for people throwing parties in a corporate setting or inviting mm-hmm. media, PR, marketing people, um, they are these people are not gonna be going there for a meal. You know, mm-hmm. in the Philippines, we have this joke: "Oh, I'm just gonna go to this party to eat." Oh, I'm just gonna go <laughs> to this party because there's lechon. Like it's it. You know, we say that joke if we're going to a party for a relative. But for mm-hmm. a corporate party, these journalists, or if you are throwing a party for, say, your affiliates, like in our industry, uh-huh. in digital marketing, mm-hmm. or your uh, top clients, or your right. top suppliers, you know, you're throwing this party, like they're not going to be there for a free meal. So how mm-hmm. can you make it worth their time? That That exactly. is a big question that you need to ask yourself over and over again. And some of them are even really just going to say it out there, uh, say it straight and say, right. like, I'm just going to go there for uh, cur- to, to pay a courtesy visit or to right. to make sure that I'm on the attendance list right. or to make yeah. sure that they see me attend. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a French exit and leave after an hour. So it's people's time that's mm-hmm. really at stake. And at the same time, as an organizer, you want to make sure that you bring value to the schedule of the very busy people that you invite yeah Yeah. that is why if you really think about it party planners are entertainers I think Mm -hmm. the you know if you think about what is valuable to a person and you're asking for their time it's not gonna be food because they're gonna they can afford their own food Mm -hmm. it's not gonna be some physical gifts unless your physical gift is outstanding like you're giving everyone an iphone 14 like oh yeah i will i will attend it i will attend that party right so what do you do so i think the best thing that you can do is guarantee good entertainment and so me as an event planner is i i have organized parties that have scrimped on they have plastic chairs but they have a Mm -hmm. really great band a band that right. everyone wants to see and people go and people don't care about the plastic chairs. And right. uh, I also went to this party where we did ax throwing and um, <laughs> yeah, we did ax throwing and it was so fun. And it was my first time to throw an ax in a, like in this dartboard looking thing. And the food was forgettable. 
we ha- it was bar food, chicken wings, beer, gin and tonic. Mm-hmm. It was nothing. It was the food was not outstanding at all. But I remember I had fun at that party because we did axe throwing. So I think if I you it. have entertainment that is memorable and that people want to do, um, your party is going to be okay. So uh, what about you, Jesse? What are some of the funnest parties, memorable parties that you attended? I, I love that that you brought up the axe uh, experience and I think <laughs> that's uh, an idea that um event planners and companies should um, take note if they want to come up with something really interesting and memorable and violent <laughs> and, and cathartic you know right yeah 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 I like I like that that there's novelty and there's the that core um element in the party that's uh, memorable and really striking. Yeah. Um. The I do, I've attended a lot of uh parties uh when during my time as a uh writer and um brands would throw out really fancy, um extravagant uh parties with uh, lots of raffle prizes. But I um I guess that what appealed to me the most um and what appealed to the my 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 sorry I guess what the what appealed to me the most is meaning and mm-hmm. impact like um it, this this din this lunch this lunch event happened when i was still um doing community work and it was quite interesting because we were having lunch in the riverside and mm-hmm. then um the food was okay the food was good and then we were in the company of uh some um ha- some community leaders and um I think the most striking part of uh, that lunch is that we were told that the, what we were eating was surplus ingredients, like ingredients that were about to be thrown out. And then um, we didn't notice because the food was so good, it was cooked by like some gourmet chef. And wow. that's that struck me the most that, that, oh, wow, we can actually have really good dinner with, uh, with, uh, so with, with, with the manageable resources that we don't have to spend much for ingredients and all of that. So there's that kind of um, experience that we also want to explore if we want meaning in our social engagements like dinners. But but yes, you're right in saying that, yeah, uh, these novel elements in a party, such as like maybe inviting a celebrity chef to, yeah, to do Yeah, I like that. That's you. Instagrammable. That, totally. That's a thing, right? A lot of right. a lot of event planners plan to make their parties Instagrammable. Instagrammable. But, yeah, I'm curious about this party. What was the meaning behind using uh, ingredients that were almost gonna go bad? Like, did they mm-hmm. do like a raffle contest, like who's gonna get food poisoning? And if you get food poisoning, <laughs> you win an iPhone 14. <laughs> no. <laughs> The, the the whole point of uh that uh lunch experience was uh to highlight to, to send a message or to celebrate a message about um food waste that you know mm. we don't have to be so uh we don't have to go so fast in throwing away ingredients that mm. are about to spoil because we can still do so much with them i think the what the i think the right word they used was surplus ingredients mm. so for example an avocado that is uh, already bruised and then right. are like carrots that are not as pretty or as Instagrammable, but when you cook them, they're still really good. Or mm. like uh, ingredients like that uh, can still really work wonders in the hands of a wonderful chef. So that was my takeaway from that lunch. It's really meaningful, yeah. 
absolutely and no food poisoning happened <laughs> no raffle my god no i have raffle. i have better ideas for their party please pitch my idea <laughs> just kidding so yes um we have those um meaningful dinners and th- that that lunch did not even take like more than three hours mm-hmm. it was so fun it was so easy it was painless mm, i love that i love that and uh, i think those kinds of of um meals or parties with meaning or if you're supporting a charity people are more Uh forgiving you know people are like people are more appreciative uh Mm -hmm. compared to pure corporate events where Mm -hmm. people are more snobbish or like oh it's gonna be worth my time but Mm -hmm. i think that's also a note something to do if you're organizing a party if you can incorporate a charity component or a component mm-hmm. that would mean something to your employees, mm-hmm. I think it's a good way to give them an emotional investment in attending the party and just kind of so they can psych themselves up to just have fun uh, during the party. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And um, we also, uh, well, in the Philippines, no, we also like to consider the social the the christmas party conventions mm. like um people are very used to doing this whole chris kringle secret santa thing oh right and right, they, right. They, they, it and they also uh have it in their expectations to see a, a big buffet spread so mm-hmm. to some people yes it's a very celebratory moment but mm-hmm. but it's also really nice to reimagine christmas parties as um experiences to remember yeah not just a traditional um event that you throw at just because right because right. this year in the philippines for example it's this is going to be one of the more um uh open uh this 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 year's christmas parties are going to be more flexible in terms of how you can uh do it because people are uh more free with their uh movements they don't have to wear masks anymore you don't have to like crowd you don't have to limit uh venue capacity to a certain number of people so people are more excited to celebrate but at the same time i like the idea of reimagining christmas parties as memories rather than Mm -hmm. just tradition yeah i think a lot of people when they organize parties they forget that it's the purpose of a party is to bring people together and mm-hmm. to remind them how good it mm-hmm. is to be together. Like, Absolutely. Uh, for example, in the U.S., we have like Thanksgiving. Uh, mm-hmm. And the purpose of Thanksgiving is to bring people together. And that's why you eat this big spread of food. And, um, and people make jokes about political debates on the table (laughs) and someone magically coming out as gay on the thanksgiving table so these are like the normal jokes but i think Mm -hmm. that's all stems from the thought that you know thanksgiving is there to bring people together i think um for business owners who are doing parties they also it's easy for them to forget that because sometimes a lot of companies feel like christmas parties are just something that they tick off their box because their employees are expecting it but they're right. not really like in the party throwing mood you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah what when i was well i was preparing for uh this podcast i i, I read that this was what exact that's exactly what i thought about like what would uh what, what would an event look like mm. that uh where the person organizing it 
is not going to be burdened with like the task of coming up with something so difficult or mm-hmm. some or coming up with something so uh challenging because um like a uh, budget or like mm-hmm. ideas so um i it's nice to like think out of the box in terms of right. doing a party for example like i was you can you can like center it around a theme like oh maybe you mm-hmm. can book like a an art space or a museum and maybe commission artists to do live portraits for everyone right and then you can serve cocktails and then you can do your um Kris Kringle there yeah things yeah. like that i love that yeah more out of the box and mm-hmm. um once again no not to minimize the work of hr but sometimes mm-hmm. Because HR people are always in the office and they're mm-hmm. processing everyone's leaves and everyone's payroll <laughs> and everyone's Christmas bonus. It's actually not that easy to give them the burden or the responsibility of planning a party. Honestly, it's just it's just not in their probably in their personality type. It's not mm-hmm. part of, you know, but to be burdened with that. Um, that, that's why it's always good to hire an event planner or if you're HR, you got to work with someone creative and ask for their help. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I like on the spot, if if we are going to think of some ideas, I think an easy hack would be plan a really good game that mm-hmm. that you all can enjoy. So you can do, if you're planning to do an outdoor party, maybe you can do Easter in December. You can do Easter egg hunt. Ah, Who cares? Mm-hmm, and then you can mm-hmm. serve deviled eggs. And then you can um, you can have like you can still do themes like that, like Easter in December. You can do it like you can make it like really really um, unique. You can steal themes. Like you can do mm-hmm. baby shower themed. Everyone comes uh, dresses up like a baby, and you can That's play so baby. Funny baby games absolutely yeah (laughs) yeah like um you can just steal themes from other parties and Mm -hmm. um you can do drinking games uh from a baby's drinking bottle like you know i think it's (laughs) funny like so there's tons of ideas right absolutely and i think um some years back um this this idea of doing an adult children's party Mm. was a real it became popularized by, by, by the media and lifestyle editors and it's so easy to pull off so like you just all you need to do is like come up with the children's party but have adults attend it yeah like, serve have them wear birthday hats exactly, exactly. <laughs> give them spaghetti and hot dogs on sticks so um right yeah right so yes <laughs> Yeah, and you can give them like the free toy as their souvenir. Absolutely, <laughs> the free toy yeah. for the meal. And and this is not something that the uh, that that you're right. Uh, the, this is not something that HR is is gonna be able to like easily think about. Like if you think about it, like yeah, with all the paperwork that they do all year round, mm-hmm. coming up with something fun and creative and innovative is not gonna be something that um, it's not gonna be easy. So yeah. yes, get a get a party planner and make sure that everyone everyone in the company enjoys the 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 season. Yeah, because here's the thing: even if you hire a party planner solely for consulting, like just mm-hmm. for advice, they don't mm-hmm. have to work the day because your budget is so limited. I mm-hmm. guarantee you, if the party is super fun, there's some items that you can scrimp on. Like, for mm-hmm, example, mm-hmm. you maybe you don't need to hire a photographer, a professional photographer, because mm-hmm. tons of people will be taking pictures anyway. Um, mm-hmm. But you can put that budget into buying one or two hours of consulting from an event planner. 
right. and it will make a lot of difference in your um in your party like especially if you have tons of millennials they will be making reels they will be mm -hmm. taking tons of pictures throughout the night and you mm -hmm. can even run a small like $10 Starbucks gift card photo contest whoever takes the best photos with best Starbucks photo with right. most likes like wins the gift card like it's mm -hmm. just a you know there's there's tons of ways to get creative even mm -hmm. on a budget what's the what's the most memorable um party that you did for someone hmm for someone um uh personally i would say the baby shower of my niece mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um it was during the pandemic and um it was we were quite on a budget and my sister was going through something that was not easy for her so i i would say emotionally or you know personally that was mm -hmm. really memorable to me to be able to pull that together but once again i had the i had the benefit or i had the up uh how do i say this privilege of having a team mm -hmm. an event planning team mm -hmm. behind me for a client or for something like big I would say it's not necessarily Christmas party, but I remember doing the silver anniversary celebration of Habitat for Humanity, which mm -hmm. is a big nonprofit. And, mm -hmm. uh, and, and it was a really good party and they were able to get a lot of donors and um, it was great. It was, I was really nervous because it was such a big party for a nonprofit and the pressure is on because of the mm -hmm. donation thing. So All right. Uh, so <laughs> it was uh it was a lot of pressure for me, but we pulled it off. Uh huh. But um, how about for the how about the soul Christmas parties that you that you attend? Who organizes them? For example, in your company. Oh, okay. So in in my company, usually it's usually my operations managers that does it. Mm -hmm. But I am involved in the ideation part because I'm the crazy person in the company. <laughs> so that's why, mm -hmm. like, even on this podcast, I come up with like crazy ideas. And usually taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> and the clients do not always like approve them, you know, because they're like, oh, sometimes they're just shocked by my ideas. But uh -huh. um, I would say a memorable Christmas party would be. I think it was something for an airline company and mm -hmm. they invited a really good DJ and a really good right. band from Manila. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. but they also made sure, and I really pushed for this, that we invited local bands and local up and coming local bands and local DJs so that people can appreciate uh, local music as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. And, uh, that's also maybe a really good consideration for people uh, plan who are planning parties, no? They that you have to like just look at the resources and the really mm -hmm. amazing uh, talents in your backyard. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. There, so... there, there's an idea too. Talent show. Do a talent show mm -hmm. in your company. Like who? Like who Free knows that? Yeah, that boring guy in IT could actually be a great break dancer. And you know mm -hmm. what this does it gives you things to talk about after the christmas party that's when you know you have a successful christmas party people right. are still so talking it, about it yeah the experience yeah they talk about the experience that they've had um even like in the years that came mm -hmm. in the mm -hmm. years that come in the years that come like they will never forget about that time let's say for example it yeah. guy um did a box split or yeah um girly yeah. from accounting um eight 
a sword, swallow the sword. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or like this this mean guy in like in upper management uh, did a drag show, you know, like, you don't know, <laughs> like, that's so fun. Like, you know, like me, I will just read a poem and people are like, oh, I didn't know Carla is like culture. Such a poet. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, I just do that because it's so simple. You just read. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, you read with passion and it, it yeah. becomes a spectacle. Slam poetry. <laughs> yes. What would you what do, you- Jesse? At a talent well, show, I, I I'm gonna do some something conceptual, mm. like a conceptual art piece. Maybe staple papers for thirty minutes and give them an explanation <laughs> about productivity. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny! Just make it so like out of this world and woke that yeah, people yeah, don't and, understand. Yeah, and, and and they will be bothered. And they, yeah. they're gonna be talking about it. The years to come, exactly. And then your HR will enroll you with a like mental health counselor after. Oh yeah, they will. <laughs> They're likely gonna do that. <laughs> they will offer you, you a leave though for your mental health. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> they will not come back. So, what are your thoughts about um Chris Stringles? I those uh hmm. if experiences, trip. yeah, are are integral to every Christmas party. Oh yeah. How do you make a, it um, mm. more interesting, more something to look forward to? Because yeah, that's a sore topic. <laughs> it is because for me, um, I'm it's not something that I look forward to anymore because I yeah. already know what I want and I feel like I have everything I need. And then even if someone, even if I maybe give um people the idea, uh, an idea of the things that I want, it's not. What I'm gonna be receiving is not exactly what I want. It's gonna be yeah. difficult to feign an expression or a reaction that's um uh acceptable for them. They're gonna think, oh, he's just like being fake about uh enthusiastic about receiving the gift when he's really not. Yeah, you know the thing with Chris Kringle is that you know you're looking forward to this party and you want to have fun. You want to eat good food. You want to drink with your coworkers. Mm-hmm. However. You have this internal fear of rejection that no one will like your gift, uh, especially, <laughs> the, you know, that, you know, so like right, all of your right. childhood trauma is now just like coming back, coming back and fizzling in your heart. And, and everyone feels this. Everyone feels that feeling like, what if no one likes my gift? I remember mm-hmm. the first time I did a Kris Kringle white elephant. You know that one mm-hmm. where you can mm-hmm. take someone's gift. So you go, <laughs> you're you're in a circle, and then you you draw lots, and whoever picks the first gift. And so, for example, it was Jesse. Jesse can pick the first gift. So you pick a gift from this pile of gifts, and mm-hmm. then you open it, and then you, and then everyone gets to see your gift. And then mm-hmm. the next one opens, you know, a gift, and then they can steal your gift. So if right. they like your gift better, they can steal it. And so you're just there waiting for your gift to get picked and then there are gifts that get stolen many times mm-hmm. um i think there's a limit i think you a gift can get stolen three times i forgot but uh-huh. Uh-huh. but there are gifts that get stolen many times and there are gifts that you nobody wants wants yeah and if that was your <laughs> gift you just feel like all of your Rejected. like parents rejection all the times in school like all your childhood trauma is just gonna bubble up again oh so, my god i'm sorry did that happen to you um the past few years 
No, it was my gift was like kind of in the middle. Like it it mm-hmm. it wasn't exactly like stolen many times, but mm-hmm. I think the person that got it like liked it anyway because she was pregnant and it was um a candle, I think. But th- mm-hmm. that's also the thing. Like it's so nerve wracking to think what you would bring to a Kris Kringle like that. Like if there's no recipient, no end mm-hmm. recipient, because you just have yeah. to bring a gift that you think everyone will like based on the budget that they gave you. So it, right. it was and hard. Yeah, I. Yeah. You're gonna be so worried whether people are really gonna want your gift and they, whether exactly. they're gonna fight for it, exactly fight each other for it. So. <laughs> That yeah. that that's a that's a another layer of uh Christmas uh trauma panic yeah and trauma that you have to like really consider well I really think about if if you want to do it in your own parties yeah my on my end on my end uh, what I'm really worried about is what the uh is my genuine reaction to receiving a gift mm. because um. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why people are getting the idea that I'm very hard to please, but I am not. But I know. But the, here's the thing: I know what I want, right? And I am very uh, ex, uh, expressive about yes. telling people about it, about yeah. the, the things that I want. Yeah. So <laughs> when they give me something, it's gonna be very difficult for me to feign happiness if I don't yeah, really like it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. People are gonna hate me. <laughs> Because um, I am not appreciative of oh what I received, God. and I'm really sorry if if that happens sometimes. Because yeah, I can imagine I already, your fake face right now. Yeah, like, I know. I already oh, put up a billboard. Yeah, yeah. So I already put up a billboard about my uh, that contains my wish list. Why did you have to like give me this me thing that I don't mug. want? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I so know. then you have to like uh, be fake about uh, being thankful. Yeah, that's not really my intention. It's just that this is not what I want, and I'm very intentional with the items that I shop and the items that I acquire and possess. So, if you're gonna give me like a vase, a flower vase, um, yes, thank you so much. But I, I, you know, I would really love something else. But this yeah. is nice. Yeah, <laughs> you just give me something more uh, useful, like laundry soap. If you're going to give me a, a, a gift I don't want. <laughs> no, but yeah. I think we need to fix this. We need to fix this. So <laughs> for me, I'm a very smiley person, I would mm-hmm. say. So even if I receive a gift that I don't like, I just like naturally, it's easy for me to to like uh-huh. feign happiness. But I think uh-huh. it's, it's not really like faking it. I mean, you are more like, I really care about your feelings, right? Like mm-hmm. that's your feeling that at that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also know in your heart that someone's holding their breath, like watching you open the gift that they gave My you. God. And that That's is a lot part. of pressure. Uh-huh. Um, but I think in that moment, you can just maybe if you can brainwash yourself into thinking about how much time they spent and Aww. and the money that they that they used for that, they can also use for like mm-hmm. buying condoms, for example. It's really <laughs> important. <laughs> right. So, I don't know. I mean, I think that's my only way to kind of take that pressure off. Uh huh. And convince yourself that what they're giving you is to be truly meaningful. grateful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're so kind. Um, I'm taking note of that, and I'm gonna do that. Um, this this season, make sure that I vi- really visualize the the pain that they went through in terms of shopping for the gift that they got me. Yeah, especially but, with but- the holiday rush. 
We're absolutely. It's like super traffic. There's like a million people in malls and shopping centers these days. But I make it easy for people exactly. to Why don't find the best read... gift for me. Yeah, I know you put I know you put up a list. And this is why I love being your friend. Because <laughs> on your birthday, like I know exactly what you want. And right, I know exactly right. that you will be happy. And that's Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And you know what? I'm very systematic about it. Like um, yeah. I have like uh, gifts that are uh, maybe uh, under a $2 category and then you have like a yeah. $5 category and the $10 category. And there's category. a Lululemon and there's, I'm going like, to make my friend broke category. <laughs> <laughs> so there's so many ways to make me happy. I swear. You know what? Um, And the, the most fail-proof gift that I can think of, like if, if people are going to give me gifts, right? Sorry, there's a dog. Listen up, people. Yeah, so he, if you want to please me, a book, any book mm. that I like, any any nonfiction book, maybe an uh, about uh, arts, design, technology, or humor, mm. an experience, mm. a get to a whatever, the uh, travel, a weekend uh, escape, or a movie, or a concert, or Fresh milk, one liter of fresh milk, man. That that makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, I love I love milk. I love maybe a moisturizer. Things that you use every day. Yeah, things that are. That's true. That's true. And you know what? Here's another thing too. If you are like me, who like likes to shop, there are actually things in your house that your friend right. might appreciate. Like, mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. just listening to, like, your list right now, and I definitely have at least, like, two jars of moisturizers just sitting around right? because, like, I bought them at the <laughs> airport because I'm bored. Or, you know, like, you don't need to put pressure on yourself to buy an expensive gift. Um, You can re-gift some things. You can, mm-hmm. um, an, a book that you have enjoyed that you feel like your friend will also enjoy mm-hmm. or your coworker, mm-hmm. um, as long mm-hmm. as it's not that used, you know. Um, there's tons of ways to make people happy. And, um, and, and if you spend a a little bit of time to just kind of think about it, uh, gift cards are also great, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, Starbucks gift cards, like you you can't be unhappy receiving those too. So that's kind of a uh, foolproof uh, choice as well. Yeah. I, I, I can look around my house right now and I can gift a lot of things here, a plant, Anyone would appreciate a plant. Right? Yeah, yeah. The story. There's a story behind the plan. Yeah. Things like that. And I think people are just really being... Uh, I think people are just allowing themselves to be pressured by the idea of going out to shop for something to give to someone rather than just, you know, thinking about what they really... Uh, what, what that person really wants. We are so focused and like uh, distracted with the shopping rather than thinking about what what the what makes a person happy yeah absolutely and you know we we need to declutter anyway and uh so you're also doing yourself a favor actually Mm -hmm. if you gift some items from your house obviously that don't look used um Let's talk about useless gifts, Jesse. Is that okay? Oh my god. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so what are so we talked start? about some nice things to give people uh-huh, gift uh-huh. cards, you know, mm-hmm. candles, plants. Mm-hmm. What are gifts that people should not bring to a Christmas party? Oh my god. Can you give me a second to think about um what okay, I, I can have start. received that I find useless in the okay. past years? But yeah, I can, can start. start. No one wants an extra mug 
let's please stop <laughs> giving each other mugs. Like mm-hmm. I only appreciate mug mugs if they're funny and they're specific to me. Mm-hmm. But if it's just like a mug mug, like I don't know. I wish you get mugged. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right. When was the last time you received a mug? Mm, I don't remember. I went to this press event and I received a mug, but it was okay. I was I was more forgiving. Also because I recently moved to Mexico that time, so I actually needed a mug. But mm-hmm. but I just I hate getting mugs and um and tumblers. Oh, that's weird. Oh, because I actually kind of like tumblers. If, but, if but tumblers I also, I, are I nice, I have like a lot. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but the I tumblers are nice. That's a, a thing. But if they're the cheap kind that you get like as a giveaway, like mm-hmm. no, like right, the cheap yeah. one. If it's like the, the Lululemon mug, like I'd be oh, like, no, give me that so mug. Pretty. Yeah, <laughs> it's pink. I know. I love that. Like I'm my boyfriend's penis. Just kidding. Oh, is it that big too? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I use this gift that uh, I find super useless and people should make sure that they don't give this to me is anything that is ceramic and uh, and anything that is decorative. I mean, <laughs> Figurine. I, I'm talking about, yeah, I'm talking about those things like uh, like uh, a ceramic, a dog uh, figurine or a miniature figurine, whatever. I mean, I, I don't I don't have any use for those. I, I don't uh-huh. have like I mean unless it's like uh a piece of art, like say for example from MoMA or Right or something or, meaningful. Uh, yeah, something meaningful, then then yeah, sure, by all means give it to me. But if it's like a, some random dog or a unicorn <laughs> that I'm not really fond angel. of Yeah, and angels man, um <laughs> I, I don't know what to do with this. Yeah. Um there's also gifts that are the interest of the giver, but mean nothing. Right. <laughs> mean nothing to the recipient. Okay. To the recipient. So we got to be careful about that. Like Absolutely. for me, I, I, I do love books and say mm-hmm. I love poker, for example. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I have my other interests. I love actually love really getting candles and all that. So if you want to give mm-hmm. me a cheap gift, give me a nice candle. Um, but and other scent stuff like I like essential oils like I love those things but Mm -hmm. if I am thinking about say a gift for for my boyfriend Mm -hmm. I can't just give him essential oils because I'm so passionate about this and some people make that mistake I went to this Christmas party where there was someone who was obsessed with like Marvel like miniature Marvel toys and Mm -hmm. he gifted like a miniature Marvel toy to the recipient. And I could just see that the recipient was just absolutely faking that he was happy right. with it. Uh-huh. Like might as well just give him cash or uh-huh. gift card. I like I like that they, they are very passionate about uh sharing their interest um to others through gifting. But uh-huh. um I don't think like gifting uh, uh holiday gifts are the best way to like share your passion to someone, especially Ooh. if right? Especially if it's like you're you're doing a secret Santa. Because it's it's just not the best place to do it. I mean, I would be yeah. very offended if like so a very passionate um for example um anime enthusiast gives me like a minions hoodie or a minions uh, whatever right why 
Yeah. <laughs> Thank Why? you for giving me a glimpse of uh, your world, but I'm not ready Looks for sad, though. That. Just <laughs> not ready to be a part of it at this moment not yeah. especially during the holiday season yeah i like your point about gifting experiences i, I got it from you i think we had the conversation about that before yeah oh yeah when i was going to buy a like a hooker for you or something just kidding th- <laughs> <laughs> yeah tell me more Uh, he's outside your door right now. Can you please? Oh, thank uh... you so much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me just get him. <laughs> Gifting experiences, right? Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of my, I would say I'm really proud of this for myself. And if you're a business owner, listen to this. <laughs> I actually gifted someone before a one-year subscription to Harvard Business Review. And oh. it came with four physical magazines to their house. six i think six magazines mm-hmm. and uh online access to all of their published papers and exclusive articles and i thought that i was really proud he was really happy with that gift and mm-hmm. he was just the kind to really love that kind of gift so i actually magazine subscriptions are very underrated i think we should go back to giving those readers digest as totally. well i right. think yeah there's they're not that expensive you can get a year subscription for like 1,000 pesos, $20, mm-hmm, and, and, mm-hmm. and it's a happy gift, and they get to enjoy it throughout the year. Absolutely, and it's going to be something that they can look forward to every month. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what I was thinking? Like Headspace. You can give oh, someone like right. Headspace subscription. Yeah. But, yeah. So uh, what is Headspace, Jesse, for our listeners who don't know? Oh, right. Headspace is like is this it meditation like, app. Are you going to give space in your house to give head? Is it a, a specific <laughs> room? <laughs> is that what It's you want that... to gift someone? <laughs> um, I only want to gift a uh, head to certain kinds of people. But... <laughs> But but generally, if you want if you want to like maybe have someone uh, explore mm. um, meditation or uh, awareness or happiness, I think like tools mm-hmm. like that are mm. really useful, mm-hmm. especially for people who are in corporate or always busy. Give them the time or give them the opportunity to disconnect and come back to their peace or a sense of calm. Mm-hmm. That I, is I'm interested. Really good. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> I'm interested to know, Carla, if 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 you are a business owner and you're like maybe gifting uh things to an employ to employees of about fifty or maybe a, a, a two dozen, what would you give them? Are you gonna give like um personalized gifts or are you gonna come up with something uh like a, a g- generic company gift? I mean, if you're a small company, right? If you right. if you only have like maybe 24 employees or less than 50, what's the best gift to give to employees? Um, so first of all, it it depends how involved you are as a business owner or a boss, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Personally, to 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 not pressure myself too much, I would give. a gift card honestly probably mm-hmm. like a starbucks gift card but mm-hmm. i would handwrite notes to every single person That's because so i'm i'm involved as a boss and i have an open door policy and everyone can talk to me from the vp to the assistant mm-hmm. and uh, and and they know that i'm very approachable so i mm-hmm. actually kind of have 
uh, personal experience or or they follow me on social media. So I kind of know who you are. And so I would I can write personalized messages, even if our interaction was very short. And then I can I can I'll probably make a joke like as you sip your coffee, please know that it is a symbol of my gratitude and the warmth of letting me helping me build my my vision. You know, I'm I'm really grateful. I think business owners should also not forget that the heart of throwing a party at Christmas for your employees is you thanking them for the hard work that they did for the rest of the year. Because these people wake up, these people are spending a third of their life to build your vision. Mm-hmm. Eight hours that's a day. So that's a that's mm-hmm. a third of their life to build mm-hmm. what whatever crazy vision you had in mind. And yeah, you're you're paying them, you're giving them a fair exchange for the work that they do. But devoting that big part of their life is is really something that more business owners should think about. And throwing a Christmas party, I would say if you have to pull, as long as it's not that crucial, if you have to pull a credit card loan to make things happen, I would say do it. It's a worthy investment. Um, but also you're, you don't have to go crazy and your employees can appreciate as long as you do it out of pure gratitude. And you can even cancel the Christmas party. If you want to just do the $20 Starbucks gift card and a handwritten thoughtful note, just tell everyone you're out of budget, but you're doing your best. They will appreciate that. And I think that that is better, honestly, than a party sometimes. Absolutely. Yeah, I like that. That's so sweet. I like that uh, there's always that personal touch and emotional <laughs> connection that uh, you're uh, really highlighting and emphasizing in terms of engaging your with your employees at this time of the year. And um, if I were if I were the, the receiving end of that, I'd be grateful, super happy mm. because... This is some that's that's gonna be some that's gonna be a core memory for me. It's Aww. not gonna be I'm gonna remember it I'm gonna remember the for the personal gesture more than like oh, a, right? a fancy extravagant a yeah, buffet. A band. Like yeah. A, yeah, yeah. Like all of the glitters yeah. and the holiday whatnots. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, um your company can also do a charity drive, like a charity party. Right? Yeah, it's on my list. Yeah, I, I wrote it here and I yeah. said something about innovative interactions like you can it can be impact driven it can be traditional you can like maybe spend a, an entire morning in an orphanage or an elderly home mm-hmm. if you are privileged to give that's gonna be very meaningful for everyone yeah i love that i think i will be doing that so i usually do my christmas parties because i have an event planning company uh mm-hmm. during the first week of january because we're always working in december mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we always do our party in the first year of january and we always do it with some sort of a charity involved charity item mm-hmm. or we do it outside of the city so mm-hmm. uh going outside of the city is also uh, a fresh experience because mm-hmm. the idea also of christmas party is to get out of the office and get out of the office mindset this is where you're just laughing with your boss like they're normal mm-hmm. people you know right right yeah. like it's and, a bonding um, experience mm-hmm. i like that their conversation is uh really uh flowed from uh thinking about the painless christmas party to like uh, coming up with something really meaningful and memorable and um at the end of it all i think 
if you really want the uh, Christmas party or a Christmas gathering to remember, you really have to just uh, keep in mind that you know people are the, the the people that you're celebrating with. They're they're just like you. They want to be right. happy and they want to uh, they want to remember things and maybe laugh up, laugh about something as the as they spend more time in your company. Yeah, absolutely. No, I love that because a lot of people miss that and they 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 think organizing this party is just a chore, uh, you know, that they have to take off their box or maybe they have to use up the budget for December mm-hmm. like they That's, get that, to that, dehumanize mm-hmm. the the this endeavor. Yeah, it's crazy. It becomes it becomes it, it has become such a I don't know robotic or mm-hmm. uh uh routine uh-huh. that that yeah. people forget the actual meaning of sorry this has become very it is a little cringy but people forget that the true meaning of why we gather in the first place right which is the essence of me my <laughs> happiness above everyone else the essence of me as your boss <laughs> you listen to make up. me happy <laughs> otherwise you're not getting uh bonuses yeah right yeah oh my god you should hold your bonuses like you should have ai face recognition uh cameras in your party and if they don't smile x amount of times Uh they don't receive their bonus so they have to be happy (laughs) during Mm -hmm. your party during the party so that's part of uh the innovative interaction (laughs) so you have to use ai power technology (laughs) to closely monitor people's reactions uh, throughout the party yeah they better I, smile I and that. make sure yeah. that they're happy. Yeah, their moods. Like if they are sad, like they get like they get a, a decrease in their like points, and they have mm-hmm. to achieve a number of points that that they are actually happy in your party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's a good uh, communist uh, idea for a communist Christmas party. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it's not very theme. difficult to do because you know so many AI and face recognition um softwares are out there. So. <laughs> All you need to do is yes, hire a party planner to do to come uh, set it up for you. Yeah, yeah, I'll do the wiring. I'll I'll set up the cameras. Yes, yes, and uh, make sure that your their bonuses are not yet uh, transferred released. to your bank accounts. Yeah. Oh, it's not yet released. Mm-hmm. What's your um? What's your takeaway from this conversation? Mm. And what's what's your favorite food takeaway? Oh my god. Yeah. So my favorite food takeaway, let's start with that. It's definitely lechon. <laughs> it's like a suckling pig uh dish mm-hmm. in the Philippines, very famous. Mm-hmm. Uh and has crispy pork skin. It's my favorite. Like I'm salivating just talking about it. Mm-hmm. I really miss it. And my biggest takeaway is that Christmas parties are not stressful if you choose if you choose it, if you, if you choose it, it's not stressful. You can decide how mm-hmm. much stress that you can take from a Christmas party. There's many ways. There's many um, gifts that you can give. Every single stress stressor in a Christmas party, you can actually take that away from mm-hmm. from from your list of stressors. So I want you guys to remember that. And and like I shared earlier, you don't even probably have to throw a party as long as you can make the christmas 
um, season more meaningful to your team. If you're mm-hmm. in the Philippines, people are more Catholic. People are more religious, I would say. So mm-hmm. maybe, you know, um, leaning towards like thanking Jesus, being grateful, that that is a good message. Um, if you're not a religious type of business, then being grateful for for the hard work of your teammates is also a good thing to highlight. And that in itself is a party. Absolutely. I love that. Mm. What about you, Jesse? My favorite takeaway is has got to be the lumpia because <laughs> I can I can um pop it in the fryer the next day and like um have it and uh, it's born again. And it's born again, yeah. <laughs> then isn't that the true essence of the Christian Christmas? Being born <laughs> exactly. again like a lumpia. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Uh so um I guess quick tip to remember um christmas parties those don't have to be like a routine mm. they can be big or small they have to be really about the people not about like um the the whole idea of coming up with an event and right. oh, it it has it can be painless if you put people first exactly put then, people first that's good diba so please put me first. I'm going to send you my wish list and please send me your lumpia uh, recipe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you. This has been a really, really good conversation. And uh, Jesse, if people want to follow you or to follow your Christmas party tips or if they want to know where they can send you lumpia or spring rolls, mm-hmm. please you know, where can we find you? Also, guys, I want you to check out Jesse's podcast and I want him to share it here as well. Thanks, Carla. Um, I do a lot of things online, but I don't have an OnlyFans at the moment. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> But I do uh, play a lot of video games in Facebook. Uh, I'm the Game J in Facebook. I also uh, do a podcast with my uh, good friend, Bebs. Our podcast is called The Inner Show. That's uh, we'll link it in the description or something because it's <laughs> yeah. difficult to spell. But and I'm the game J on Instagram, Carlos Bestie all around. Yes, thank you so much for indulging me in this um, episode. And um, if anyone wants any Christmas party advice, you know where to find me on social media. And also, very last um, thing that I wanted to mention. Zoom parties are a thing now too. So Zoom parties also operate on the same principles that Jesse and I talk about. Just think of the people first. And and then I think Zoom is easier because you can Google ideas or something like that. But there's always ways to make it fun. So for everyone, thank you so much for indulging us. If you have any questions, you can just comment or uh, send send me a message on social media. You can easily find me on Facebook, Carla Singson, on Instagram, Carla Stefan. And see you next week for another episode of None of Your Business. Advance Merry Christmas to everyone. Bye. Bye. Invite me to your parties. So it's a wrap. 
To my entrepreneur friends, I hope that you found this episode interesting and enjoyable. I know I did. Big thanks to our sponsor, Scalewind, for making this possible. If you need to outsource anything in your business so you can scale fast and easy, visit scalewind.com and check out their solutions. If there's any topic that you want to request, feel free to reach out. I only have two conditions. You tell me why you find it interesting and you promise it's not business talk. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube and leave us a comment or review because you're cool like that. This is your host, Carla, and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for your interest in fun stories. Now we can get back to business. See you next week. And remember, everything here is none of your business.